Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How you doing today? I am good. Welcome to the Homegirl Ministry Podcast. Hey, homegirl. How you doing? Hey, girl. This is real <laughs> cute. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So when we do the Homegirl Podcast, I always try to start out the show by saying, Lord, I thank you by opening up the show in gratitude because God is good. And I'm so glad that we are here and platforms like this have been created where we can spread how good he is and what he's done for us. Amen. I, Lord, I thank you for that as well. I stand in agreement with you on that. Amen. Amen. So I would like for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Everybody, uh, welcome to the Homegirl Ministry. It is me, your host, Ta, and I'm going to have Nellie P introduce herself. She is an amazing energy. And so tell them a little bit about you. Well, hello, homegirls. I am Nellie P, how she just said that I am. Um, And I am big on motivation, inspiration, and encouraging um, the masses. Um, that's my day-to-day thing. That's why I know God has placed me on this earth. And I just try to live by the phrase, each one, teach one. So if there's something that I know, if there's some encouragement that, that I can give, if there's some motivation that I can give, if it's something I, that I can do to help you not go through certain things, maybe I've experienced it. If it's a way that I can help you avoid something, that's what I'm here to do. So I am Nellie P. I create motivational content on a daily on social media platforms to encourage everyone while I'm also encouraging myself. That's who I am. I have a brand. My brand is Good People Was Poppin'. Um, That brand was created just by the way that I introduced my audience. Um, Good People Was Poppin'. I feel like it's a good affirmation and it's a good daily reminder to self that regardless of what it is that you encounter, or have encountered regardless of anything that you go through you'll always be a good person and you'll always be what's popping because the good people are always popping yes amen yes we are and so you guys so we are going to just hop into it as you know the homegirl ministry is all about me doing what god told me to do and i'm just a regular schmegler degular girl who loves god I just want to show people that God is a monolith, but the Christian is not. And we all look different and we all are walking by faith. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, but we live by faith, not by sight. So it ain't what I look like is what my faith is like. Amen. I love (laughs) that you say the whole regular degular schmegler because that's just what it is. Like regular people, we live in the same human experiences that everybody else is living we just love the OG. That's it. Yes, that's all and that's it. And so you guys, um, I invited Nellie P to this show because, you know, um, I told you guys in the intro about my experience and my God encounter. And so God directed me to certain people and asked me um, to ask them to share their story because I wanted you guys to see how different we look. All these people who are living in faith and how different people have encountered God with their God moments are, what their God experiences were. And it was like, when I started, when I, when God told me I was going to do this and I was like, okay, let me get started. I literally was like going through my social media and God was like telling me her, her, him, her, use this person. Oh, they got a story. Wait till you hear this story. And I have just been blown away by these stories that I'm hearing from people. And I I didn't even know these people's stories. Like they're telling me and I'm like, oh my goodness. 
like God is wild because like he's really <laughs> leading me to people who have amazing stories that need to be heard. So what I wanted to ask Nelly P is like, what was your God moment that you wanted to share with us today? Um, so my God moment, obviously, um, just a little backstory. I was born and raised in the holiness church, baptized, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, all that good stuff. I don't know if y'all ever heard about it before or not, but that's just where I come from. That's my foundation. That's why I was rooted and grounded. Um, and I grew up as a believer because that's what was instilled in me as a child. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of times, like I told you before too, when we spoke, a lot of times we have beliefs and mm-hmm. we don't necessarily have the belief because of our own mm-hmm. life experiences that we have experienced that allow us to believe in the beliefs that we actually believe in. There's no proof to what we're believing. We're just believing because we was raised to believe. Right. Um, and I attended North Carolina Central University. Shout out to my Eagles. And while I was in college, I met a guy. We dated. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. That was probably like my first real live serious relationship in life. I wasn't really big on the relationships and things like that in high school and stuff. So college was like my first real, real, real life relationship. Um, He was murdered um, 2010. He was murdered in Greensboro, North Carolina. And that is when my Jesus encounter began. Uh, I think I was about 20 years old. And if you can think back to when you're 20 years old, Mm -hmm. whoever you were involved with, you know, that's, you was already feeling like, oh yeah, this is it right here. You know, just, just right. this young mind, um, just feeling like, okay, this is it. This is my college love. Uh, we, we going to the top. We headed for the stars. Yes. Yes. You know, all this, this and that. And then for that to come to a sudden stop, he was murdered. Um, that's when my experience had began to grow with God, because at that point, when you're going through something, you can't lean on nothing but what you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it takes these moments for God to really allow you to know who he is and for him to show you who he is, mm-hmm. because that was something I didn't know how I was going to maneuver. Um, to this day, it's something that I look back at and it's just kind of like one of those things where I know God had to get me through it because mm-hmm. it still doesn't feel real in real life. Um, I didn't know where I was headspace wise, to be honest. I just was really just living going with the motions, uh, smoking, that weed had become my pastime to mm-hmm. to uh, try to mask the hurt, mask the feelings, or just really just try to move on and be normal because I still was in college. Mm-hmm. I still had school. I was in summer school. You know, I still had life to be living. Um, and I just didn't know how to do that. So mm-hmm. all I did was try to go with the motions. But with that came a lot of crying out to God um, the night, actually the night of his, of his murder, um, I just remember like crying out, like, like literally just yelling at God, like, and not in anger, but just in complete hurt and just not even knowing what to say. It was just yells, but I know that he knew my feelings and I mm-hmm. know that he knew, um, where that was coming from and where that hurt lied. And I also knew that he was going to be the only person that could get me through because I couldn't explain those feelings to anybody else and at that time 20 years old I don't have I didn't have a friend or anybody that could relate to that you know I yeah, never had, had been nobody, through that mm-hmm. yeah you know nobody had ever experienced that um and in those moments and in those times is when God began to mold me mm-hmm. um to being 
who I am today. And I always say, you know, one of my greatest loss in life brought me the greatest relationship. And that was with God. And I, mm-hmm. I knew God, you know, I loved God when I was a kid. But when you finally get to see him for yourself on, a, on your own personal level, it's a whole nother meaning to it. Um, it, 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 it proves, it proves to be something that can't nobody tell you nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's the important part about the relationship. When we're striving for a relationship with God, that's just like with anybody, you want that relationship to be so solid. Can't nobody tell you nothing about what you know. Right. And in those moments, God was able to deal with me even over the course of years to come. I mean, to come from the situation, you know, there was still things that I had to learn. God was had me in hiding. He was dealing with me and he was making sure that I was becoming the person that I would need to be for the platform that I have today. Exactly. Um, That was Mm -hmm. that that was definitely like the moment where I kind of was broken. And I just really had to figure it out. And I know the prayers of everybody helped me. You know, I had my, I had, I had a, I had a prayer warrior circle. Mm-hmm. You no, know, my family alone was going to God probably more than I was. Cause sometimes to be honest, I couldn't pray. I couldn't feel, I couldn't do anything. I was just going with it. Hi, hi. That's what I was doing. And you know, was, and it's, and it gets like that sometimes, but because you know, but because God knows that you know him, you know, it, it, it says in the Bible, you know, that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he yes, saves ma'am. the crushed in spirit. So, you know, even when you are at those places where you're like, I, I can't because you can't even vocalize because you hurt so much. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just so much. But it's like, you know, that's why I always tell people that's what it's that's why the Bible is so important. That's why it's such it, it is truly the living word, because whatever you live through it, it, whatever you're living in, it, he got something to say about it. Like exactly. it's something in there that is reassuring that can help you with what you're going through. And I know at 20 years old, I, I was having a child, so I couldn't imagine losing someone who I was in a you know relationship with at that age. Just because you're you you feel like you're an adult, but you're still so young. Mm-hmm. Just yep. so so young. Yep. Yep. And then just to to try to try to live life like the people around you is if mm-hmm. something so traumatizing didn't happen. And he was very popular. So a lot of people was affected by it, but no one was affected like me. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? It was it was just different. And, you know, everybody was moving on with their lives. And I'm still just in this space where, you know, I had to go through the motions of grief. I was angry. I was mad. I was mean to people like. You know, I had I had to go through all those steps. You know, even to this day, sometimes I feel like maybe there's pieces of it that maybe didn't get dealt with completely, you know, because right. at some point you just I'm I not that I'm hard on myself, but I'm a realist. And yeah, being a realist, you know you gotta figure it out and keep it moving. And sometimes being a realist and knowing those things about life that you have to figure it out and you have to keep it moving. Sometimes some of those feelings and some of those emotions and that trauma doesn't get dealt with properly because you're trying to just figure it out and keep it moving and live your life because you know that's what you have to do you know but um it it definitely had its own effects on me things that I still work on to this day Mm -hmm. but I definitely I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go through it again so I'm not one of those people that say I do it all over again like I wouldn't do it again but I'm grateful for the relationship you know I'm grateful for where it has brought me to and where it's going to continue to take me just mm-hmm. with my relationship in general 
but it's definitely nothing I want to experience again because it's just one of those things. It's just it's just indescribable. It's crazy. It's just one of those things. It's just crazy. Like, it, it definitely, yeah, it definitely is. And and the loss is hard at any age. Right. You know, at any age, experiencing losing someone, you know, is very hard. And I feel like, um, you know, a lot of times at funerals, at, you know, home goings, and especially those of young people, when you see the amount of young people that are there and you see like how loved that person is, you know, a lot of times um, pastors try to take that time to really bring that crowd back to God. Yeah. Because he knows, you know, kind of, you know, the season of life that they're in because we are young. And a lot mm-hmm. of times when we're young, we think that we are, you know, we think that we are superheroes. Like we we think that we have so much time. And that's why it is important to get, you know, connected, to consciously be connected to God and have that realization that he is who he is and that he is, a, you know, he's a lamp. You know, exactly. and he is a light, you know, and he, um, you know, lights the, you know, lights your path because, you know, I was talking to a young lady yesterday, we were recording an episode and I was telling her, I was like, a lot of times, you know, we don't go to God until we are in pain or until we are met with a challenge. And I said, um, but we have to learn how to go to God also when we're experiencing joy. Like mm-hmm. when we're also doing okay. Like we can't just be so content with our lives because we're not being shaken up or nothing's going on to the fact that we're to the part that where we um, you know, just only call on him when we're hurting. And I said, mm-hmm. I think that we do that a lot. So um, you know, I've really been pushing, you know, for people to just get consciously connected to their faith, to realize that God, he is a limitless resource. Because sometimes when you go through traumatic things, you know, your family, your friends, they can understand, but they they don't understand. And sometimes they don't understand the need for you to keep telling the story, to keep remembering, you know, to keep feeling and keep loving and keep being in those moments because they're like, okay, this happened a while ago. Like I, I, I need this person to get over this. Like I need this person to move on. But God gets that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't get tired of you leaning on him. Exactly. Like, he doesn't get tired of you talking to him about the situation because, you know, grieving is a process. Uh, Shoot, progressing is a process. Getting better, all of it is a process. So the next question I want to ask you is during that time when you got to, you know, got, got to, like, really reconnect with God and you got back on into like more of an intimate relationship with him. How do you feel like that affected your perspective like on life? Like how did you start seeing things after that connection? What was the lens? Um I became even more of a realist. <laughs> like that's when it really started. Like I'm a realist now. I always was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, but now you know it because when you experience loss in certain manners um other things are less important in a Mm -hmm. sense to say i'm a i could trip on this but for so long but once i'm done i'm done or once this relationship is supposed to end this relationship is ending once this friendship this job anything that i'm supposed to walk away from 
I know to give it the time that's necessary, but at the same time, when Chanel is done, Chanel is done. And that's Mm -hmm. because when you go through certain things, it makes you certain ways. And for me, it's more so of a, if I can get through this, I can get through that. Mm -hmm. So in my lens, in my eyes, in my scope of things, nothing, nothing, come what may, I can make it. Because Mm -hmm. if I was able to survive that at such a young age and to still come out pure gold, thank you God for that. It's like, nothing can stop me. That's, Mm -hmm. That's my lens. It's nothing can stop me. It is what it is. If this don't work, if that don't work, it is what it is. It's all good because it's all God. That's my lens. That's where I'm at right right now. It's all good Mm -hmm. because it's all God. Whatever it is, I can get through it because I got through something that I never even imagined. Something that still feels like a dream to me to this day. Literally feels like I didn't go through it. Literally feel like it was an outer body experience, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I know that the feeling of that is nothing but the grace of God that carried me. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have to live every day feeling and feeling and feeling and feeling because that could kill you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I wasn't ever in a space where I wanted to kill myself. Thank God. You know, I was never in that headspace. But I was just more so in a, confu- a, co- a confused headspace being mm-hmm. young. And, you know, when can I like somebody again? And when can I date somebody? Um, is it wrong for me to have a good time? Is it wrong for me right. to not talk to his friends anymore? Is it wrong for me to not reach out to his life? Like it's so, it was so many thoughts that come with that because you don't know how to handle that. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You're trying to figure it out. And once again, there's nobody there to help you, but God, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and exactly. you just have to try to make the best decisions for yourself. And I had to make sure I was taking care of myself and knowing that, Yes, everybody was affected, but however it affected me was my story. And that's how it affected me. And I had to make sure that I took care of myself. Exactly. And you know what? And I tell people all the time, and I say this all the time on the Homegirl Ministry IG as well. I always say life gone life, but God gone God. God gone God every time. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, God is gone God. And I try to remind people that you know whenever you are are dealing with life just period because we're all dealing with life every day we're waking mm-hmm. up and we're laying down and we're getting back up i always tell people i am in i always try to find something to focus on you know as i go into each year and i said last year because i was turning 33 i decided in 2020 um because i would be 33 that year and you know we always reference it as our, our jesus year i said you know this year i'm gonna work on mastery like i'm gonna work on mastering myself like i just want to make sure that i'm mastering myself and i'm like okay here we go we're going to 2021 and god always gives me these epiphanies around november and december of what i'm going to um you know be focused on the next year and i was like i'm going to continue mastering myself but i was like you know i I'm also going to make sure that this year specifically, I'm going to operate in excellence. And I was like, what is excellence? I'm like, you know what? God is excellent. You know, we always sing the song, oh Lord, how excellent, right? Yeah. And I said, so the only way that I can operate in excellence is when I have a question about something, I said, instead of me just coming up with my own ideas or having conversations, you know, with people first about these ideas. I said, you know, I'm going to think what I think and then I'm gonna say, okay, now what does the word of God say about this? Uh I said, it's crazy because you know, like when you're in college or when you're writing papers, you're always using 
you know, references, like support and documentation. Teachers always used to say, you know, you need to give me three references. And I was like, so as an adult, with this being the living word, why wouldn't I constantly use the Bible as a reference? Right. Like, why wouldn't I say, what does God's word say about this before I go into something? Because a lot of times, once you look up what God's word say about it and you read it, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like really, I ain't gotta have a conversation with nobody else about this because right here, this just tells me, you know, like what he said about this. And I, I mean, in my Google history, it is crazy. Like I'm like, son, son, son. Then I'm like, what God say about, um, you know, <laughs> uh, a discord? Yeah. Like what he say uh, about star stuff? Yeah. Like what he say about parents? Yeah. Like you know, and and it's I go in there and you know it'll give me a verse and sometimes I'll go to the verse and then I'll I'll read a whole story. Or you know, and just all kinds of things, and I'd be like, you know what, that's good. And you like, know, that was all I needed, right? And there. it's it's good, it's good that you do that, and it's good that you said that too, because like going into, um, you know, I've I've always used my platform for the past probably like three years now to be an inspiration, be encourager, be a motivator. That's that's what's been on my page. Um, mm-hmm. You'll get a selfie in a cute outfit and some sneakers here there, but you know, that's my focus. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And when I turned that into a business, when I took my motivation to make it lucrative for me, um, mm-hmm. because God gives you gifts to help you survive, to help you. Yes, you he know, does. That's why he gives you gifts. He gives you gifts so you can be paid for your gifts. He gives you talent so you can be paid for your talents. He gives you these things to help you be substantial, you know, and good on your, and good on your own two feet. That's a part mm-hmm. of him being a provider for you. Um, right. And when I first turned Nelly P when I took my name and made it into a business um mm-hmm. that was that was a thing for me like making sure that I'm always reverencing God um before I did anything and mm-hmm. sometimes I had to make sure that you know you reverence God but I also had to make sure that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing as well because sometimes we can reverence God because we want him to say no you know we, we're mm-hmm. nervous we're scared so we don't want the approval. We will prefer it not to be it because we're not ready to jump out the boat yet. You know, right. we're not ready yet. You know, and I had to make sure that I was doing less of that because I know it's what he told me to do and more of putting my feet, putting one foot in front of the other and doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And at mm-hmm. that same time, making sure that I am referencing him. And now I got a little stride to me. I'm walking. I ain't running yet, but I am walking, and I thank God mm-hmm. for that. Um, but now I find myself like, wait, did I ask God about this? When in reality, I'm I'm walking. I'm walking in what He's already told me to do. But it's just a good thing that you said that because it is a good thing to have in your mind to make sure that you check in with the OG first before you maneuver and Definitely. do something. Because just because it's a good idea, don't mean it's a God idea. And you want to make right. sure that you on the right track. And that's, you know, that's one of my biggest things. I don't ever want to be outside of the will of God. Because when you're outside of the will of God, that's when things go crazy. So God, if this ain't in your will, if this ebook in your, ain't in your will, don't let me finish it. If this merchandise ain't in your will, don't let it get sold. You know, I those are the type of prayers I pray because I don't want to be outside the will. And I know, like I said, he gave me these talents and these gifts because that's a part of him being a provider for me. But I also want to make sure I'm doing exactly what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. And you know why you have to check with him, like you said, because in Hebrews, God says, for the word of God is living and active. 
is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the division of the soul and of the spirit of joints and of the marrow, and is discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. You know, so it's saying if if you think that this is something that you want to do, you know, check with God first, and He'll tell you if your intentions are right. He'll tell you if your thoughts are clear. He'll tell you if it is for you, and He'll tell you how to move. Like you know, there's 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 a couple of projects that I've been doing for a while but I have not completed them. I have not put them out because God has not told me to. Everything that I have released from the Lit House to the charcuterie boards, to the book bundles, to the homegirl ministry, all came out when God told me that you know it was supposed to. Because if you put it out before it's supposed to come out, then it won't be lucrative. And like you said, a lot of times, you know, um, Christians, we kind of stray from talking about prosperity, but he wants us to be prosperous. You know, he wants to lead us to those things. Yep. So I think that, you know, we definitely all have to make sure that we are aligning our lives with yep. him, that we are walking in, you know, faith, because the faith is the assurance of things that are hoped for. Okay? And faith without works is dead. Okay, and faith without works is dead. So you got to put a little sweat equity into it. But that don't mean we supposed to be poor. That don't mean we not supposed to have Hello. nice things. That just means that, you know, we have to, what the whatever way that we move, we have to make sure that, you know, we move with God. Indeed. And so um, with what you shared with us today, do you feel like experience that, that loss heightened your connection with God and kind of help you to, like you said, have the platform that you have today? Or do you feel like, you know, you already, cause you said you grew up in the church. Like, you know, you've been new guy, you grew up in the church. So what did you, what do you feel like you really got out of your, um, re your faith relationship with going through that? I know you said it made you really be a reality checker, but you know, with how do you feel like it makes you talk to people about God? Um, so like how you said the foundation was already there. I think God is really strategic. Um, mm -hmm. so the foundation was there. Um, so with the incident happening with, with the loss happening, that was to solidify the foundation that had already been placed in my life by my parents. I thank God for them all the time. Um, but that was mm -hmm. to solid that was to solidify it. So the same little old me that grew up in church and was didn't want to be in the choir and all this, this and that is, but would tell somebody like, oh yeah, God is good. Even five little, five-year-old me, I, I knew how to say that. That's the same me that I am today, but I just got some experience behind that. And when it comes down to how I'm able to uh, relate that to other people's lives, to other people's lives, and how I'm able to minister to other people in a sense, it's because it 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 becomes that real that real place. And because people want to know what's real, people don't want mm -hmm. people want if you if you talking about God, I, that's one of the most things people want the up straight up and down with. Don't come to me with yep. no brother sister this. Come with come to me how you would come to me if it was a problem. You know what I'm right. saying? And 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 it and it helped my genuine approach because whatever I say about God, you gonna feel it. And I and I'm and I'm right. I'm ten toes about that. If I say something about God, I don't care what you worship, what you feel, who you praise. If Chanel speaks about God in some entity, in some form, you're going to feel me. You're going to feel what I got to say. And I think that it just really 
helped my not just only my delivery but it helped me be felt that's it's like that mm-hmm. was god inserting himself inside of me and mm-hmm. because he was able to do that that's why people are able to feel me and people are able to relate to me right because you can't deny you know when people are operating in the spirit facts like you really can't you, can. you really can't and you might not it. call you it, it that operating thing. in the spirit you might want to call it vibes. You might want to call it energy. You might want to call it whatever you want, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you always going to feel the real. Yeah, definitely. So what is your advice to people who are kind of trying to, you know, figure out their faith journey because they might have went through something like you, but felt like, you know, God wasn't there or they felt like they can't feel him or they felt like, you know, um that they just had more pain than anything else like what would you tell someone about faith in that instance um you got to spend time and you got to do the work it's not one of those things that you just going to feel or you just going to know it's not one of those things it's one of those things that if you're actually wanting to work on it it's just like anything else if you want to feel better about A or B or C, you know that you know you have to do this amount of things or you have to do that amount of things to feel better about it. And I think that the biggest thing for anybody, regardless of what your situation is, regardless of what you might have been through, what you might have went through, try him. That's my biggest that's my biggest advice. Try him. And how would you suggest they try? Like how do they start? I would say first conversation because a lot of people you say you know you just got to pray and people are like well I don't know how to pray I don't know how to do all that God is our friend Jesus is our home he mm-hmm. is the OG he is the homeboy he is however you want to look at him for me personally I don't pray normal I'm not you know I'm not a normal I'm not what you would probably call your typical prayer warrior you know mm-hmm. my my prayer closet is my car and when I get in right. my car I don't care if I gotta make me drive a 30 minute trip I'm going to talk and I'm going to talk to him like he's sitting there with me as my homeboy. So what I would say is try having a conversation as if God is sitting right next to you and try it more than once. This isn't going to be something that's Mm going to feel normal. You're going to feel weird about it. But the thing about God is when he knows that when he knows that you need him and when he sees that you're doing what you should be doing to receive him, he will show up. He will show up in some kind of way that's prevalent enough for you to know that it's him, not nobody else, because it's you and his encounter and you and his relationship. So I feel like one of the one of the biggest things would be try having a conversation just out loud by yourself. Maybe it can only be two minutes one night because it feel weird. But I think it's something that you should try doing more than once. And I think from conversation, obviously, like anything else comes relationship and you'll look back at those conversations. And that'll be something that you started and now you're always doing it and you're getting to know him. And then from and then right. from conversation, I would say pick up the Bible. Lord God, lead me. I'm here. I'm sitting here. I'm talking to you. This is cool, but I still need more. I need more. I need to know more about you. I need to know more about how you actually were there for me in this time. I need you to show me in the scripture where you were because I don't feel like you were there. I'm upset. I'm mad at you too. And I still feel some type of way. So I need you to show me in scripture, in Bible terms, where is this at? 
how do I feel better right. about this? So I think it's more than mm-hmm. one step, but I feel like the first step, like anything, would be a conversation. A conversation. Yeah, and and don't be afraid to have the conversation. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, don't be afraid to, because the only way that you can fully understand something is if you ask questions mm-hmm. about it. Uh, you have to constantly ask questions about it. Um, you know, relationship with God is like having a relationship with anybody, with a mom, a dad, a sister, a brother, a, you know, a cousin. Um, you have to make sure that you nurture that relationship, that you water it, uh, that you get to know, you know, the other part of it. And there are so many verses in the Bible where God is just asking you to believe. Yep. Like he's just saying, just believe. Yeah. Like so, faith comes from hearing, and hearing, hearing is by, by the word, word of Christ. Yeah. So, like, just you know, believe. You yep. know, and that's so, what I was going to say um, too. Have the conversations, but also go to God with an open mind. Because if you're having mm-hmm. the conversation and you're already not in a good space about it, you're not going to get the result you want because you don't want the result. So, also right. go to God. Go have the conversation with an open mind, with an expecting attitude. Because when you expect, yeah. you get. Yeah, because he don't want you to be troubled. He Even don't. in the Bible, he says, don't, do not don't let, let your heart be troubled. Trouble. You believe in God, <laughs> believe in also God. in me. Hello. Me, yes, Hello. amen. I'm with you, sis. I'm with you. <laughs> Somebody be I'm reading with, with me. <laughs> but yes, but he does. He definitely, he definitely says that. But I, I just want to really thank you so much for just taking, you know, this time to just speak with me and just have this conversation about something I know we both, you know, care about. Something that's a life force for us. It drives our life, and I think it's just amazing for people to be able to hear. Like I said, people follow us on social media. They they see who we are yeah you know they know yep. what we do and um just for them to see somebody like you and me and know that that's what we believe in that's what we follow and then also for them to see that how they can trace his hand in our lives and see the things that we are accomplishing through him and they know that that is our source you know not only does i think do i think it provides people with hope but it also tells people like it's yep. okay like, it's okay to believe in, in what you believe because I, I'm telling everybody out there that's listening to now, the two people on this phone, our, our faith can't be shook. You can't tell us to believe in something else because we believe what we believe, you know, and we uh, pray you down if you need, just ask for it. I pray for people all the time. I pray multiple times a day. And, you know, and I see so many people asking for me to petition and pray for them. So, you know, the thing is, we don't turn away anybody we love everybody everybody and we are here to pray for you and like i said i i don't care what you believe in if you say tiny prayer honey please believe i'm gonna intercede on your behalf i really am and so i just thank you for just taking the time to come here with me on this platform and to share that story in your god moment and what you went through and how you prevailed you know how um god was with you through the whole way and how you just continue trusting in him and building so with that said, I'm going to have Nelly P give you guys her IG handle so you can follow her because I, I can't wait to give me a uh, what's popping good people <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I love it. I can't even say it without even trying to do your voice. What's yeah, popping good people? I'm like, yeah, good people was popping. Good people was popping. <laughs> yep. popping. Yes, I like feel that. free to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at I am dot Nelly P. And if you want to follow the brand page, that is at G, what is it? GPWP, the brand. 
So at GPWP yeah. the brand and at I am dot Nelly P on Instagram. Um, it's daily motivation. I hit you with the Monday to Friday. If it's a holiday, I'm off. Saturday and Sunday, I'm off. Y'all got to go to Jesus at some point. I can't be everything you need, but I'm trying to be something. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. But I appreciate you and thank you so much for just taking the time to come here today to share your story with us. And um, I'm going to close this out with a little prayer. Okay. Um, Lord, I thank you. I come to you in gratitude today. I thank you just for allowing us to be able to connect, God. I thank you just for allowing us to just shine our lights and for allowing us to be just, you know, a healthy word, a healthy voice and getting people just consciously connected with you. Lord, I thank you for everything that you have done for us today. I thank you for everybody who is out here listening to this podcast. And I thank you for the people that we are going to reach. I ask God that you just remind them that you left with us a Holy Spirit as a friend in the guard and that you are always with us and all we have to do is believe and reach out to you and amplify who you are in your name we pray amen, amen. and in the words of Nelly good people, P, good people was popping <laughs> make sure you guys like and subscribe to the homegirl ministry and we will see you next time and as always Lord, Lord we thank, thank you, you. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you.